stories, teachings, and guidance. Welcome to the Women's Moon Wisdom Podcast with your host, Rebecca Rankin. Welcome back to the Women's Moon Wisdom Podcast, the moon. Oh, the moon and the sacred moon cycles. How can we take cues from the lunar moon phases to better understand our own cycle? We've all been conditioned to believe that we need to perform at the same level day in and day out. We tend to just think about our circadian rhythm, our solar rhythm, right? That is our 24-hour clock. And while this is good to acknowledge as it rules our sleep-wake cycle and digestion, yet for those of us who menstruate, it's not the only clock we run on. Just like the cycles in nature, there are many cycles at play at the same time. We also have an infradian rhythm, right? our menstrual cycle. Now, technically, infradian can mean any cycle that's longer than 24 hours. So the seasons can be an infradian rhythm, the lunar cycle, and for our purposes, the menstrual cycle. Now, men's hormones run on a solar cycle, meaning they reset every 24 hours. And we can see glimpses of how we live in a patriarchal society that is geared towards optimizing male productivity, right? The typical workday optimizes this, and even the typical fitness protocols, they optimize the male clock. And even most medical research is done on men. Yep, did you know that? Women and those who menstruate are seen as too complicated with our shifting hormones and and have been left out of decades of medical research. So for the most part, a lot of the research out there has never had us in mind. I won't digress too much here, but if you want to go down a rabbit hole of the representation of women in medical studies, there's a book that unpacks this. I highly recommend reading it. It's called Unwell Women, the Misdiagnosis and Myth in a Man-Made World. It's by Eleanor Cleghorn. I'll link to it in the show notes. Read it. It's so good. So men have a 24-hour reset on their hormones, like the sun. And as for us, we have a 28-day, give or take, hormone reset, like the moon. And why not look for clues in nature to better understand ourselves, right? As above, so below. If men get to live by their hormonal clocks, why can't we? We experience time a bit differently than men, and well, we should honor our cycles just like men honor theirs, whether they know it or not. And when we try to fit ourselves into the expectations of being perpetually productive day in and day out, well, we end up with stress, overwhelm, and burnout. Like our hormones fluctuate over a longer period of time, and it's about time that we honor that. Now, if you're into astrology at all, then you know that the moon phases have different energies to them that we can play with. Honestly, ask any nurse or elementary school teacher if there's a difference in behavior around the full moon. Yeah, lunar phases have different energies that can play out in us. And we can take these cues and honestly see some very similar energies to play with within our own menstrual cycle. Each phase has its own strengths and each phase has its own shadow side. So here are the four menstrual phases and their corresponding moon phase and some themes to kind of play with and get curious with. So the follicular phase, the week or so after your period, this relates to the waxing moon phase. So it's the time to think big. 
Then comes our ovulatory phase. So this is the halfway point in your cycle, your most fertile time. This corresponds with the full moon. And think of this as visibility. Like, how do I want to show up in the world and for others? The luteal phase, right? The week to 10 days before your next period. This is your inner waning moon phase. This is about setting boundaries. Like, where in life do I need boundaries in order to thrive? And then comes the menstrual phase or your period. Think of this as your inner new moon phase. So this is about letting go and calling in. Like, what do I need to release in order to set intentions for more of what I want? And I think it's important to note that you don't necessarily have to be in sync with the actual lunar cycle in order to tap into these energies, right? There's no need to be telling yourself like, oh, great, one more thing I need to do, sync with the moon, right? Not at all. You can think of each phase as your own inner lunar cycle, right? Your own inner moon cycle. And it's also interesting thing to note is where you are in your cycle in relationship to the actual lunar cycle. So many cultures saw this link between the menstrual cycle and the lunar cycle, right? Why else did so many holidays that celebrate fertility land on or around the full moon, which within our own cycle is our own most fertile time of the month. It's ovulation. Now, in fact, the, the full moon has been associated with fertility since ancient times, right? The full moon is believed to make the earth more fertile, a principle used in biodynamic farming where seeds are planted during this time because they're able to hold more water. That's so cool, right? And depending on what moon phase you bleed during, tells you which moon cycle you're attuned to. Like menstruating at different times within the lunar cycle can bring out certain attributes, and as always, this is just an opportunity to get curious about your cycle, ab about your desires, and it's a great way to just transcend what might be thought of as mundane into putting more purpose, depth, and spirituality into your daily life. It's an opportunity to play with that idea of a sacred cycle. Now, throughout your life, your, your period will attune to different cycles, right, over the course of your life. So it's fascinating to just note what's going on in your life energetically as your body cycles, right? Your cycle is your inner guidance system. Now, here are the, the four different sacred cycles and what attributes they hold for you to play with. Right. The first sacred cycle is called the white moon cycle. This is when you have your period with the new moon and you ovulate with the full moon. This used to be the most common moon cycle and is traditionally linked to the mother phase of life. The focus of this energy is on nurturing yourself and caring for those that are close to you. With the full moon thought to enhance the fertility of the earth, when you are aligned with the full moon, this fertile energy is thought to be magnified. And it's an especially good time for creativity, right? Because menstruation is happening when the moon is no longer visible. It's a prime time to go inward and for introspection. That way you can replenish your emotional, your, your spiritual, and your, your mental energies. The second sacred cycle is the pink moon cycle. This is when your period is during the waxing moon phase and when you ovulate during the waning moon phase. And this represents a time of transition in your life, specifically one of expansion. You're shifting from darkness to light. Now, the third sacred cycle is the red moon cycle. This is when your period is during the full moon and you ovulate during the new moon. Now, in ancient times, the red moon cycle was associated with shamanism, with the high priestesses and healers. 
Those who tend to menstruate with the full moon are said to be called to channel their energy outward rather than inward in order to guide and teach others. Oftentimes women with this cycle will be more focused on self-growth and development, mentorship, and creativity, like putting themselves out there. The fourth sacred cycle is the purple moon cycle. This is when you menstruate when the moon is waning and you ovulate with the waxing moon. This is also a transitional phase, but in the opposite direction. So think of it going from light to dark. So this may be an indication that there needs to be more rest and reflection needed in your life. This can mean that you're shifting from a more outward time of your life to a more quieter time. Perhaps you just need more rest. And these are all just ideas to explore and work with if it feels good in your body too. Once again, there's nothing to fix here in order to cycle with a certain lunar phase. This is more an exploration and invitation for self-inquiry. And the best way to anchor into the magic that is your cycle is by tracking it, right? Is by actually noticing it. You can certainly use an app and there's so many out there. Yet my favorite way is just putting pen to paper. Like I use a journal to track where I'm at within my cycle and where the moon is within its cycle. And I've pretty much been on the red moon sacred cycle for for years now. Yeah, I know that this will shift and I'll continue to ebb and flow. And it's just something I enjoy anchoring into. And my hope is that ultimately you just see yourself as sacred. Like you are the sacred altar. Your cycle is that of the earth and the heavens above you. The more you see the similarities in the natural world, the more we create a deeper connection to it. And with that, have a deeper sense of protecting and caring for a natural world, right? We establish this relationship of reciprocity. And if you want a free resource to help you anchor into each phase of your cycle, feel free to grab the cyclical living journal prompts in the show notes. Also, reach out to me. Feel free to send me a message on Instagram. Let me know what sacred cycle you're currently in and if that resonates with you where you're at in your life right now too. And I look forward to hearing from you.